Hello everyone, welcome to the Arsenal Way and yes, we are back at you with your daily Arsenal Agenda show, your daily show from Monday to Friday at 10am and I'm joined by Chris Davidson. Chris, how are you mate? I'm very well, thank you Bailey, how are you? Yeah, I'm all good, I'm all good. I don't think we can start off any football show without talking about the heroic, the hysterics of uh, last night in the Champions League, Chris. What's your thoughts on that major, major Real Madrid victory? Yeah, I mean, um, it's bad enough watching Arsenal in the Premier League now at the moment uh, in terms of how you know crazy it is and how um, nerve-wracking it is at times. So if there's going to be games like that for us next season, um, then uh, I don't know if I'll be out of cope, to be honest. Um, but I mean, look, this boss football is all about, isn't it? It was a, a crazy game. Um, I actually remember saying when the Real Madrid scored the, their first goal, I said, just just imagine, just imagine if they were able to get another. Um, but then I, I was also, you know, thinking too little, too late sort of thing because they, they hardly sort of looked a threat all game, really. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, they, they just got this spark of life in them. And, and um, yeah, they obviously turn things around, um, dramatic scenes. And, uh, yeah, I mean, in the end, you must admit, probably the, the deserved winners because Man City maybe took the foot off the gas a little bit. Um, I think, obviously, in their minds, um, um, Pep will never say, you know, oh, yeah, we, we thought we'd done it. We, 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 we had the win secured. It was over the line. Of course he won't. But I'm sure himself and the, the, the City players were thinking, you know, they'd done enough. Um and yeah, uh, probably got just a maybe a little bit complacent towards the end. Let, let um, Madrid attack them, and and yeah, they paid the price for it. So um, brilliant game in the end, a great watch um, from a neutral point of view, and uh, and yeah, uh, it set up a really really intriguing final. I think Liverpool will, will, will do it. Um, I think they've just got the edge, but um, yeah, it'll be a good game for sure. Yeah, it'll be a good game for sure. And from an Arsenal perspective, now Chris. That could be off next season. I think as much as we would be biting our nails and be worried, you do want to be a part of that that elite competition. That just being amongst it, feeling like you're you're a fan, your your team's actually playing in such a great competition. And with Arsenal challenging to be in there next year, and almost you could class it as an overachievement to get top four. Would it, if we do finish in top four, would it feel like would it feel like a trophy, or would it just feel like just another qualification for for a top competition? I'm not sure if it will feel like a trophy as such, um, but it will it will feel like a huge achievement, um, and obviously it will it will give off off a similar sense of of that you know winning a trophy feeling um, sort of side to it I, I guess because you know at the uh, start of the season obviously top four was the aim but you never thought well not from my point of view anything anyway that it was actually going to be realistic. We're actually going to be in, 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 in with a real chance of achieving. I thought top six again maybe would be the the sort of um, area. And obviously, I know we're, we're, we've got that secured now. But I'm talking maybe Europa League football, if anything. Um, that's that's certainly what I, I envisioned us getting this season. So obviously, if we can secure that that fourth place, then um, it, it's a massive achievement. Um, you know, it's like uh, it's like last season. Um, I didn't envision us winning the FA Cup and, and, and beating Chelsea in a final, especially after the campaign that we had. It had been very up and down, very bumpy. And we, we finished with a trophy. Um, that was a great feeling. That was a great achievement in its own, considering what we'd been through. 
Um, and now I think if if we can get top four this season again, it's a it's another bigger treat achievement. Okay, it's not uh, it's not silverware as such. It's not a trophy, but it's um, it's something to be proud of. And um, yeah, if we can get that, then it will certainly feel like we've won we've won something. But um, uh, you know, that's always got to be the main objective, isn't it? You know, getting into these elite competitions first, and then going on to win them. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. I think, of course, you can't. It obviously doesn't go down as a trophy, but it would be an amazing achievement. I think a few years ago, we used to be clowns. People used to laugh at us for getting top four. Now I'd bite your hand off and I'll let you laugh at me for, for finishing the top four place because it's such a coveted position. And I think last night's game just showed what an elite competition it is and how good it is to be amongst you. And of course, for Arsenal, it helps in the process of terms of rebuilding the transfer market. We can attract players. I know... Reports are saying fit players like Victor or Seamhen want Champions League football before Arsenal can make a move for him. So that could have a major effect on, on Arsenal's summer recruitment. But we shall see how that goes. And sticking to the transfer market, Chris. Juventus now, of course, they hurt us in the January transfer window by taking Dusan Flaivich. Now they're trying to inflict more pain by trying to tempt Gabriel Magales to join the club. This can't happen, can it, Chris? Well, I certainly hope not. I don't think it... It will, you know, but I think the player's happy here. Um, obviously, hasn't been at the club long, building something very special and exciting. Um, and uh, he's sort of uh, obviously a, a, a part that's at the centre of this this project because he's a very important player for us, of course. Um, he's a, a brick wall at the back more often than not and, and, and the centre of that defence alongside Ben White. Um and uh, I think if, of course, based on his, his his talent and his performances so far for us, in, alongside the fact that he's obviously still young, he's only going to get better, there's always going to be interest from other clubs there. So I'm, I'm not surprised to see these links surface. Um, but I, I, I'm confident, you know, looking at how the player's performing, his celebration as well. I know you've done a piece on that, Bailey, after yeah. he scored against West Ham uh, at the weekend. He, he pointed to the badge and tapped the badge. Um, actually, just after those 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 rumours linking them to to uh, Juve surfaced, so um, I found that quite interesting, and I think that was sort of a, a signal that he's he's happy here. He's not moving to get, uh, he's not looking to go anywhere, and um, yeah, he's fully committed. So um, even if Juve were to come in, I, I'm not sure if they have the finances to put to, uh, together a package that's going to you know sort of. Um, convince us and the player because we know that they had to sort of go all out for, for Dusan Vlajevic in January, as you said. Um, they, they can sometimes struggle financially. So, um, yeah, I'd be surprised if anything came of this in the end, Bailey. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know how we've done before with players. Maybe there's interest there or they've done really well. They're young. The club will reward them with new contracts. And I wouldn't be surprised to see that happen with Gabriel moving forward as well. Yeah, I completely agree with you there. I think we can't sell Gabriel. And I think he loves the club. We love him. There's a good relationship there. And it'd be a shame to, to really break that up. But just touch on your guys' comments going back to the back to the Champions League uh, talk and we'll talk fourth or lack of trophy. Miguel Perez says, yes, this season it will be. Nobody expected us to be where we are right now. And if we get that top four spot, it will be a massive achievement this season and one which is going to play an important role in the summer transfer window. Axel Perizzi also agrees with Miguel. He says, yes, it's so important for the projection of the team's involvement. However, Graham Caldwell couldn't agree with you more, Chris. He said, great achievement, but shouldn't be celebrated as a trophy. It should be a springboard to try and achieve greater success. And 
Chris, let's say let's go back to Gabriel. If Juventus, let's say they put in a sixty million pound offer, for example, do you think Arsenal would be tempted, or do you think he's absolutely untouchable? Um, I mean, every player has a price uh, in mm-hmm. football, yeah. Um, and of course, yeah, that that figure is is enticing. Um, but I think it would be a time to, you know, unless the player was obviously pushing for the move, then you don't entertain it. Not, you know, that's certainly how I would operate as a technical director like Edu or, or, or a manager like Mikel Arteta. I'd be like, look, unless Gabriel's certainly wants to leave, he's looking to, to move on, then um, we're, we're not going to even think about letting him go. So, um, you know, that alongside the fact that Arsenal, they don't really need, they're not in desperate need for money, obviously. Um, we know there's there's finances there. Um you know, and and uh, although <laughs> over the years you may not think he he, he is, but Stan is one of the richest um, people in the world, or richest own, football owners in the world. So um, you know, it's not as if we're we're in desperate need of of um, of, of the money, of course. And we know that that finance is going to be made available again this summer for Mikel Arteta to use. I think one of the comments there, unless I, I um, saw it incorrectly, but 80 million was that mentioned? I think it, yeah. unless 80 million was put on the table, then then uh, we shouldn't entertain. Obviously, 80 million is um, is sort of a, a different conversation to be had. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm still sort of you know if the player is not not looking for any any move, then um, there's there's not much point looking to. To, to to um do business because I think certainly off the top of my head Bailey you know based on on his contribution so far to the club his age like I mentioned his potential I'm not sure who we would replace him with and um, you know it's it's risky isn't it you know we, we know Gabriel suited to the Premier League he's done well he's only going to get better he's a leader as well in in some aspects he's you know he suits the the, the style of play um he's been a very good bit, uh, signing. For, for us, you know, what what's the point in letting them go um, unless we absolutely have to? So, yeah, that's yeah. that's how I would approach that one. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. And uh, Graham Cordell also agrees. He says Gabriel is very important, becoming a big leader in a team, not just a defence. Afsar says, I hate to say this, but there's no loyalty in football and money talks. Players will always go to big clubs. Uh, Fikir says, hundred million plus to even consider a deal. You got to make it tough for any poachers looking around, but. It'll be interesting to see. I think Gabriel will stay at the club. I don't think he's given us any hints that he'll that he will leave. So hopefully that is the case. Before we do move on to the next topic, guys, though, guys, make sure to leave your com- your questions in the comment section because we will be coming to them towards the end of the show. Well, Chris, just staying on the transfer market, you know, with Arsenal. Look like they could sell Nicolas Pepe in the summer. I think he hasn't had any game time since he's come back from Africa Cup of Nations, meaning we might need to sign an extra winger. And one of these wingers could be Moussa Diaby from Bayer Leverkusen. Now, of course, he comes from PSG. He's a France international. Would he be a good option? I think so. I think so. I've, I've been quite surprised, actually, Bailey, on social media yesterday. There was quite a few people turning their noses up at him. But I, I don't really know why. He's, he's still young. Um, just getting his stats up now. Um, twenty-two years old. I mean, you know, he's he's still got a lot of potential yeah. to to grow and develop. Um, twelve goals and eleven assists in thirty appearances in the Bundesliga this season. I think that's really really impressive. Um, he's got four goals and two assists and eight appearances in in the Europa League. Um, and then just he's got the two two appearances in in one of the cup competitions. 
I mean, really, really talented player. Um, and I think the, the perfect um, replacement for, for someone like Pepe, he's left-footed. Um, he, he's mainly operates on the, on the left wing, which is quite interesting considering he's a left footer. But again, we, we would know um, that he's, he's more than comfortable playing on the right-hand side, um, which he is. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, you always have to think, you know, because of the season he's having and because of how good he's been, you know, is it just sort of speculation? You know, it's normal for a player to have a really good season and all of a sudden all these clubs are showing interest. That's that's just sort of part of, of the game, a part of transfer business. Um, also makes you wonder if it's agent-led. You know, is his agent thinking, you know, look, this this player is too good to be player, playing at Leverkusen. He's looking for a bigger move maybe um, to England, to, to, to Italy. Um, Spain, you know, so I've got to always factor in those those um, those things. But uh, look, if there's there's one thing that's become apparent with the the transfer links to reported Arsenal targets, it's that Arteta is looking for versatility, and he's looking for goal scorers going forward. You know, both centrally and out wide. Um, so it makes sense, you know, and I think the fact that. The, the, the interesting thing for me, Bailey, and I think it's something that the, the club is probably looking into and, and considering as well when they, they identify targets this season and what they want to, um, uh, sorry, this summer and, and what they're looking to do, is that we've, we've them relied hugely on, on the wide players this season in terms of scoring goals. I mean, Saka and Smith-Rowe, they're the two top goal scorers this season. Um, and... Okay, and Ketcher and Lacazette, who you know have, have struggled in front of goal this season, it looks like they're going to be moved on anyway. But then you've got the the fact that a new striker or two will come in. They may have never played in the Premier League before. Um, obviously, Gabriel Jesus. If we get someone like him, he's already adjusted to the league. He, he knows what it consists of, and in terms of you know, sort of hitting the ground running straight away. Gabriel Jesus is a perfect option because, like I say, he's already Premier League proven. But, um, you know, say, say we don't get him, we get someone else from a, another another league um, from abroad. Um, it could take time for them to adjust to the league, to adjust to the club, to, to the new surroundings. And maybe, just maybe, you know, remember what happened with Thierry Henry when he arrived at Arsenal. We, we all know how it ended for him at the club, but we all know also how it started. You know, he wasn't scoring many goals. He was struggling to find consistency. And whenever you bring new players into a, a new club, that, that is always a possibility, especially for strikers, you know. Sometimes they, they may take a bit of time to adjust and, and start finding the back of the net. So I think, you know, maybe the fact that, you know, our, our wingers have scored a lot of goals for us this season. They've been there when our strikers haven't. Maybe that's something Arteta is considering um, this summer. He wants another goal scorer and winger to come in, maybe to you know help the striker next season and and um, you know to score the goals when we're maybe struggling in those in those central areas. So someone like um, Mr. Diaby, absolutely, I'd be I'd be very happy if we were able to get something like that over the line. Um, but I'm I'm not entirely sure on on the price that's been going around. I think it's a pretty sizable one, which is no surprise considering the season he's he's obviously having. And Bayer Leverkusen will, of course, look to is get get as much as they can for him. But um, yeah, I mean the stats speak speak for themselves, Bailey, and the fact that he's only 22, he's only going to get better. So I think um, 
yeah, I think the people, you know, turning their noses up at him and, and not too sure. I think uh, they need to have a look at those stats, need to have a look at some of the goals he scored and the contributions he's made this season, because I think it'd be a, a great addition for us. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it would be a good addition too. And just moving on to the questions before we do end the show, Chris. Afsar asks, if we do qualify for the Champions League, then do you think we will be ready for Champions League football? I am worried that we will get humiliated all around Europe. Um, it's always going to be tough. Of course it is. Um, because, you know, you, you go up against some of the best teams in the world. But I think... The fact that obviously there's been this change in transfer strategy over the last year, the transfer business overall has become a lot more encouraging. We've built a really young, exciting, talented team. And, you know, that is on top of the the potential to add a lot of quality this this summer. Um, Mikel Arteta was asked about, you know, does it, you know, does the... Um, whichever competition you you qualify for this uh, this season, will that influence the transfer business that you do? And Arteta was like, you know, not really, because, you know, whether it's the Champions League or the Europa League, you need more squad depth, you need added, added quality. So he, he doesn't believe that's going to change too much. So I'm, I'm relatively confident, you know, especially based on what we did last summer, um, I'm relatively confident going into this summer that we'll we'll um, we'll get some good players in and we'll we'll strengthen in the necessary areas. I think Arteta and Edu know where they need the, the depth, where they need the quality. Um, I mean, the fact that we've had a, a lot of um, Hal End youngsters on the bench this this season, you know, says says a lot. Amari Hutchinson was on the bench eight times for us in the league this season. Sounds like he's going to go out on loan um, in the summer. And automatically, you know, that's one space on the bench that, that needs replacing. On top of the fact that you mentioned earlier when we were speaking about Diaby a moment ago, it sounds like Pepe's going to go as well. So, you know, you've got them too. You've got the Lacazette and Ketia. What's going to happen with El Nenny? We, we don't know. Granit Xhaka, again, still attracting interest from Roma. There's, there's so many ifs and buts. I think, as I always say, I know I sound like a record on repeat when I, I say this, but, you know, we'll see domino effects. I'm sure one thing leads to another. Um, the club will already have targets that they're going to pursue straight away, but then also maybe some departures leads leads to more signings. You know, so I, I think overall the the target is to improve depth next season. It's to improve quality in certain areas, especially in that 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 centre forward role. We all know that we haven't been scoring enough goals, um, so they'll they'll look to improve the output there. Um, but I think we've got a very good goalkeeper. I think we've got a decent back line. I think we might obviously see another full back come in, especially with the injuries and the inconsistencies with Tierney, Tomiyasu, Tavares, Cedric. Um, we'll have to wait and see what happens with Saliba too, of course. Um, I expect us to add another central midfielder and I expect us to add one or two attackers as well. So I think we'll be in a better position next uh, next season or heading into next season. I think we'll be stronger and um, the overall quality of the squad will be much better as well. So we'll be in a good position for the Champions League football if we do qualify. We'll be in a, a good position for the Europa League if, if we don't qualify for the, the top four. And um, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, same. And you just got to look at Liverpool's Liverpool's uh, run to the final this year, from the knockout stages that is. They played Inter Milan, Benfica, Villarreal. 
Will Arsenal get humiliated against any of those teams? I don't know. I reckon Arsenal would have a good chance. So you never know what can happen in the Champions League. I don't think we'll get humiliated, but we might not be we might not be one of the favourites, but we'll certainly be in and amongst it. But we shall see. We have to qualify first, though, guys. Let's not get a step ahead of ourselves here. Let's get the job done first. And before we do, Enesha, I'll answer this question from Graham Caldwell. He asked, would you explore the French market in the summer looking likely that Lyon and Lille will not make the Champions League? I might be forced to sell certain players, of course. We've been linked to players such as Jonathan David from Lille, Renato Sanchez, Hussein Alda. There's There is certainly options there for Arsenal. So why not? Why not explore that market? I think it will be good. But guys, we are going to end the show there. Chris, as always, thank you, mate. Always a pleasure, Bailey. Thanks, mate. Um, thanks, Umar, behind the scenes as well, running the stream. Always appreciate it. And um, yeah, thank you to everyone tuning in this morning. I hope everyone has a great day. Absolutely. Thanks to everybody in the comment section and who viewed the show. To give us further support, make sure you leave a, leave a comment, like and subscribe to the channel. And most importantly, make sure you keep following us down the Arsenal way. Oh,